Welcome to Wall Street Breakfast, your daily source of market news and analysis. Subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Good morning. Today is Tuesday, November 30th. I'm Pim Fox. Our top stories include stocks, bonds, and oil all fall on Omicron concerns. Coal prices surge as U.S. stockpiles dwindle. And where's Santa? Those stories and more, but first, let's check markets. U.S. stock futures are lower and investors are bidding up the price of government bonds after drug makers raised concerns that COVID-19 vaccines won't work as well against the new Omicron strain. S&P 500, NASDAQ 100, and Dow futures are down as much as 1% after Moderna's chief executive told the Financial Times in an interview published today that he's skeptical existing vaccines would be as effective against the new variant. In pre-market trading, Moderna shares are down over 3%. Travel and airline stocks are also lower with Expedia down almost 4% and American Airlines, Carnival, and United Airlines dropping over 3%. Crude oil is down 3.5% with WTI trading under $70 a barrel. Natural gas prices are lower by nearly 4%. Gold is higher by a half a percent at just under $1,800 an ounce. And the dollar is weaker versus the Japanese yen at one twelve. Bitcoin is higher by 4.5% at over $57,000. The yield on the 10-year treasury is 1.43%. In Europe, shares in London, Paris, and Frankfurt are down as much as 1.5%. In Asia, the Nikkei 225 and the Hang Seng in Hong Kong closed lower by 1.5%, while stocks in China rose. Stocks making move before the open include American Express down 2.5%, Boeing is off 2%, Goldman Sachs lower by 2% and Travelers Corp is losing 2%. Now our top stories. Drug makers have raised concerns at the prospect that the existing COVID-19 vaccines might be less effective against the new variant of the coronavirus. That could create a need for modified vaccines that better target the new strain. Moderna's chief medical officer, Paul Burton, said in an interview with the BBC on Sunday that Omicron strain could escape protection that is currently offered by vaccines. Preliminary tests indicate that COVID-19 antibody drug cocktail from Regeneron loses its effectiveness against Omicron, while separate testing of another antibody drug cocktail from Eli Lilly indicates it also isn't as effective against the new strain. Conversely, Pfizer and Merck said they expect their drugs to be effective against Omicron. Johnson & Johnson said it's evaluating the effectiveness of its COVID-19 vaccine against the new strain and will begin work on an Omicron-specific vaccine in case it is needed. Adagio Therapeutics said Monday it expects its experimental COVID-19 drug to retain its neutralizing activity against the Omicron variant, though it hasn't completed testing. The company expects to seek regulatory authorization of its drug in mid-2022. Coal piles at power plants in the U.S. have dwindled to their lowest point since the 1970s, and the race to build up inventories ahead of the heating season has sent domestic thermal coal prices to their highest level in more than a decade. Central Appalachian coal hit $100 a short ton this autumn, twice the price a year ago, and the highest since fossil fuel prices surged in 2008. That's according to S&P Global Platts. Powder River Basin coal, which is mined in 
Wyoming and Montana reached $35 a short ton. And before September, the highest Powder River prices in the firm's data going back to 2001 were about a third of what they are now. Supplies are so low that the PJM Interconnection, which runs the electricity grid in 13 eastern states and the District of Columbia, serving about 20% of all U.S. residents, has taken action to conserve coal for the coldest days this winter. Inventories in the U.S. power sector are about two-thirds of the five-year average since Richard Nixon was in the White House. That's the last time there was so little coal on hand. 2021 will mark the first year-over-year increase in domestic coal generation since 2014. Coal is expected to wind up with a 23% market share this year. That's up from 20% in 2020. And where's Santa? HireSanta.com has seen a more than 120% increase in people seeking Santas or Mrs. Clauses this year compared with two years ago. That's according to Insider. The site has been turning down new requests since the first week of November because its Santas are all booked up. In other news, a federal judge in St. Louis on Monday blocked President Joe Biden's administration from enforcing a coronavirus vaccine mandate on thousands of healthcare workers in 10 states that had brought the first legal challenge against the requirement. A Pentagon review of military resources worldwide plans to make improvements to airfields in Guam and Australia to counter China, but contains no major reshuffling of forces. An official gauge of China's manufacturing unexpectedly rebounded to expansion in November, ending a two-month contraction resulting from a crunch in electricity power. In company news, the UK's top competition regulator told Meta Platforms, formerly Facebook, to sell its social media animated images company Jiffy, saying its acquisition could limit competition among platforms and UK advertisers. In separate news, Facebook's parent Meta Platforms is pushing back its planned ticker symbol change to the first quarter of 2022. It will trade under the symbol MVRS. Twitter said Monday that Chief Executive Officer Jack Dorsey is stepping down. The Twitter co-founder is also Chief Executive of the digital payments company Square. Microsoft's Chief Executive Satya Nadella sold about half his shares in the company last week. In a filing with the Securities and Exchange Commission, the company reported that Mr. Nadella sold more than 800,000 shares, yielding more than $285 million. Walmart said Brett Biggs would step down from his role as chief financial officer of the world's largest retailer next year. SoftBank Group is investing $150 million in a South Korean metaverse platform that has amassed a large following of young female users by selling high fashion items for 3D avatars. Disney Plus users in Hong Kong won't be able to watch an episode of The Simpsons in which the cartoon family visits Tiananmen Square. AMC is getting into the NFT game, the world's largest movie theater chain, which in August said it would accept Bitcoin for online ticket and concession purchases, as well as a range of other cryptocurrencies by the end of the year, said it's teaming up with Sony Pictures to offer NFTs as freebies to its best customers. Hertz Global Holdings unveiled a plan to buy back as much as $2 billion of its stock. The shares rose 6% on Monday. The maker of Schick Razors has acquired the women's razor maker Billy after federal antitrust regulators blocked an attempt by rival Procter & Gamble to buy the online startup. Edgewell Personal Care said Monday it paid $310 million for Billy, which also sells body lotion, lip balm, and other personal care products online.
British artist David Hockney remains the top-selling living artist with sales of his works at public auction amounting to $132 million in 2020. That's according to Huron Global Art List. And a group of Manhattan apartments owned for years by the late Robert Trump, the younger brother of former President Donald Trump, is coming on the market for $7.5 million. The properties are being sold by Robert Trump's estate following his death last year at the age of 71. At 7 a.m., S&P 500, NASDAQ 100, and Dow futures down as much as 1%. Crude oil is lower by 3.5%, with WTI trading under $70 a barrel. Natural gas also falling lower by nearly 4%. Gold is up a half a percent, just under $1,800 an ounce. The dollar is weaker versus the Japanese yen at 112. Bitcoin higher by 4.5% at over $57,000. The yield on the 10-year treasury is one3 In Europe, shares in London, Paris, and Frankfurt are down as much as 1.5%. Coming up, Global Foundries is scheduled to report quarterly results after the close, along with NetApp, Salesforce.com, and Allbirds. Scheduled economic reports include at 8.55, we'll get the Redbook chain store sales. At 9 a.m., S&P CoreLogic Case-Shiller Home Price Index will be released, along with the FHFA House Price Index. At 9.45, we'll get the Chicago PMI numbers. And at 10 a.m., consumer confidence is out, while Fed Chair Jerome Powell speaks before the Senate Banking Committee. At 3 p.m., U.S. farm prices will be reported. Thanks for listening and have a successful day. That concludes today's Wall Street Breakfast. Thank you for listening. For the best news and analysis on the web, go to seekingalpha.com. To subscribe to this podcast, go to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. You can sign up for our other podcasts, Alpha Trader and the Cannabis Investing Podcast on those platforms as well.